Welcome to Lone Star Boars Huey Outdoors podcast episode one. My name is Todd Huey and I'm going to be your host. A little bit about Lone Star Boars is it was founded about four and a half years ago. We primarily focus on hunting feral hogs in Texas and the South, but we also cover all types of hunting and outdoor activities. Um, myself, a little bit about myself is I've been professionally, or I guess you would say professionally hunting feral hogs for the last five years. I started out on a ranch in East Texas and we'll go over that story here in just a little bit, but started out hunting in the daytime. It didn't take long for the hogs to, to turn nocturnal on us and started looking for night vision options on, uh, that I could use to, to stop the damage. My first few purchases were horrible. I got some ATN junk, and it was just a horrible experience all the way around. I was a, a deputy sheriff in Dallas, Texas for many years. I just recently retired four weeks ago from them. And on a deputy sheriff's pa- salary, you can't afford to be throwing away money on expensive night vision that doesn't work. So that's kind of what caused the start of all this is there was not very much information on night vision and thermal and that kind of things, what to buy, what not to buy. Um, they just couldn't find that kind of information. So I started sharing my experiences so people would not make the same mistakes and fall into the same pitfalls and learn what are and see what I found has worked and what has not worked. And so that's the primary purpose of this show and everything else. Uh, we also, Lone Star Boris is on YouTube. If you're not there, go subscribe. There'll be videos through the different optics in actual hunting situations where you can see how they perform. Um, After I got into night vision a little bit, a company, small night vision store in Rockwell, Texas, picked me up and I worked for them for a little bit. And then Armasite uh, decided to contact me and I got a pro staff position with Armasite and I was with them for several years. Fleer ended up buying Armasite and I was pro staff for them for about two years until I decided I didn't want to be exclusive anymore because other companies were coming out. At the time, I started with Armasite. They were the top dog. They had the best equipment out there, but Fleer had fallen behind, and other companies were coming up with superior products, and I wanted to be able to cover all of those products. I had learned working for Silencer Shop. Silencer Shop gave me the freedom to say what I wanted about anything, and I could give my honest opinion whether it was different from the owners of Silent Shop or not. They let me tell you what suppressors and what silencers I think are best. Learning from that, I decided to leave Fleer, and I started at another night vision store that carried all brands, but that turned into a total disaster because they wanted me to uh, push items that they had in stock or that they got a better deal on, so that was very short-lived, and we ended up starting what... um, is now Huey Outdoors or HueyOutdoors.com, which is my store. And I tell you my honest opinion. I use these optics all the time. I'm not going to force you to buy something just because I have it in stock. And I, in fact, I don't even carry ATN products because they're so terrible. I would not sell them to anybody. I just wouldn't feel right for doing that. So that's kind of the basis behind me and, and where everything got started. Uh, we'll, we'll jump back into time five years ago and how this all got started for me. A friend of mine uh, called me up before this. I I had done traditional hunting. I liked bird hunting. I did a lot of coyote hunting, but I hadn't done too much. I killed a few feral hogs just out 
in the field when I was hunting other things, but I'd never specifically targeted them. And a friend of mine had a ranch in East Texas where he had a couple thousand acres of pecans and then a little bit over 10,000 acres of uh, hay fields for cattle where he fed protein and different things like that. And the hogs were just destroying them. They were destroying the fields. They were getting into the protein. They were eating the food the cattle were, cattle were supposed to get. They were destroying the and contaminating the water sources. He was just, uh, he, he was upset and he didn't know what to do. And he asked me to come out and help shoot some hogs. Well, after a little bit of research, I found out hogs were a tough species. So I went out buying what I thought was the best thing for the job at the time, which was a Marlin guide gun chambered in 4570. Got a couple of boxes of ammo and off we went to fix his hog problem. When I first got to the ranch, I could not believe what I saw. We saw feral hogs in the daytime in every field. The fields looked like an artillery barrage had hit them from the rooting the hogs had done. It was just terrible. So we started out and within an hour I had run out of ammunition, gone through all two boxes. I had 47 dead hogs. He had gone back to the house to get a trailer to pick up all the hogs. And I was sitting on a very large sow with nothing but my 1911 left in a couple of magazines. By the time he got back, I was down to my last magazine of ammunition and I was hooked and had made up my mind that feral hogs were going to be my my target and my mission in life to help farmers uh, keep these things in control. Over the next six months, we hit it so hard that we forced the hogs to go nocturnal. We trapped over 2,000 and recovered almost 1,500 between the two of us shooting with rifles in the daytime. And at this point, the hogs just weren't coming out at um, the daytime anymore. We didn't know what to do. We, we had spotlights like we had hunted coyotes, but unlike coyotes or predators, when you shone the light on the hogs, they knew they were the light was on them. They just didn't stare into it. They could see the light. Uh, it didn't matter if it was red, green, white, whatever. Uh, and especially, you know, the first few times we went out, they'd look and then you'd shoot and they'd run off. But once they learned that what that spotlight meant, it was just um, a no-go. The numbers went down dramatically. His ranch was getting destroyed. The only thing that we could figure out to do was we started putting lights under the feeders and on some fields we put lights up so they were on all the time and the hogs got used to it. They didn't know when a shooter was there or a hunter was there or not. But still, this was limited. Um, you know, we had to either have batteries or or run power and it was just not an ideal situation. So that's when I started looking into night vision. I got a few ATN units. They were horrible. Uh, they did not work. Uh, it was a total waste of money. I would have done better setting my money on fire and watching it burn. It would have been way more entertaining and way more effective. Fortunately, my lovely wife bought me my very first third generation PVS 14 for Christmas that year. It was actually Christmas, birthday, anniversary, Valentine's Day, all wrapped into one. And it was the best present ever. I got out there. We got some IR lasers. We got some uh, night vision compatible EOTEX, and we started going back to town. My buddy got a PBS 14 too, and we really started hitting the hogs hard again. But night vision did have its limitations. Uh, even though it was a third generation night vision, it, it doesn't compare to the white phosphorus or current uh, third generation night visions that we use today. The really only time that I could use it without using an IR illuminator was on a full moon night. 
um, with an IR illuminator when we shot the, the gunpowder, the smoke from the rifles from shooting after just a few shots, if the wind wasn't right, would blind you. Uh, you couldn't see through brush very well. It was just very limiting. The, the best times were on full moon nights when the hogs were out in the fields and a black hog in a green pasture or, or brown pasture really stood out. And that was the only time you could really see them. But then just like everything else, the hogs adapted and start, stopped coming out as much on the full moon nights. They started coming out when there was no moon because there was less pressure. We couldn't see them as well. So then we started looking in for other options. And I'd seen the movie Predator, but I really didn't know anything about thermal. And thermal was kind of cost prohibitive at the time. Even 320 units, there were no 6 to 40 units out for the public that I knew about. And the 320 units were somewhere between fifteen dollars and $20,000 or up. So that was very cost prohibitive for a deputy sheriff's salary. Well, Raytheon had a, a W-1000 weapon site that was a military contract that they started selling to the public. And, and that same local store in the DFW area bought up almost all of them. So now I had a thermal weapon site that was in the $4,000 range so that I was able to get and start using. And my first night out with that W-1000, I completely wiped out a whole herd or sounder of hogs. Not one escaped. I'd never done that before with night vision and I was just so amazed because it didn't matter. The, the gun smoke didn't matter. The uh, vegetation didn't matter. If fog was in the air, moon, no moon, no stars, it didn't matter because thermal doesn't take light. It you know does the heat. So it was an amazing game changer for me. And I've been uh, just stuck on thermal ever since. I still use my PVS-14 to drive around and, and to stalk them and walk. But thermal for spotting and shooting is just uh, the way to go. So, you know, after that, I, you know, that's when I started getting on with the, the different companies and becoming pro staff. And and um, I learned my lessons there. I only work for companies now that let me give my opinion. They don't force me to, to say which one's best or, or not, because it, it turns out, you know, all you have is your, your reputation. And, and if I'm going to tell you my my honest opinion on these things when we do these podcasts and we go through all this stuff and you may have a different opinion, but I will say that I'm not going to force anything on you because I have more of them in stock or I make more money off of one. I want you guys to get the best thing and not make those same mistakes that I did and not get pressured by somebody that's just paid to say. So any companies that I'm affiliated with or any companies that I own, we are not going to pressure you. I only use stuff that works and that I like. So that's the that's the history behind all this. In in future uh, episodes, I'm going to go through the different products that I carry. We're going to go over them and tell you which ones. I'll, I'll let you know when there's YouTube videos out. Like I said on the Lone Star Boards YouTube, there's how to use. There's technique techniques. There's all the different scopes, what they look like, you know, at nighttime in a hunting application. So um, also the suppressors, like I said, silencer shop. Silencer Shop really opened my eyes to all of this, and that's when I kind of started pulling away from exclusive deals because Silencer Shop was the first company that ever just let me use a product that they sold and say, if I hated it, I could say I hated it. Like lately, I've just uh, been really impressed with the Q products. The, the Q Thunder Chicken Suppressor has been my favorite suppressor. In fact, it's been hard for me to use others, and I've really been. Uh, pushing it because I enjoy it so much. 
not one ounce of feedback from them. Even if they had to sell other products, they let me say what I believe. And I really appreciate them. You guys need to go check out Silencer Shop because they are the real deal and they want their customers to be happy and they allow me to do that kind of stuff. So um, I'll be thinking of a topic for uh, upcoming podcast. If you follow me on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook, if you have a topic that you want me to cover on the podcast, go on out there and um, let me know in the comments. Actually, since this is the first podcast, I'm going to be introducing it on my social media and you can comment there and say what you what kind of topics you want us to cover in upcoming podcast. Thank you for listening and um, we'll have a new episode out next week.